0: Hey, it's Rob and Kennedy.
1: Hello today on the Email Marketing Show. We're talking about a little technique we created so you can read the minds of your subscribers to know exactly
0: how they found you, where they came from, and then what made them actually buy. Now, just before we get into that, we've put together something really cool for you and people are loving this. Oh, it's also totally free as well because we know that you want to make more sales from your email marketing. That's why you're here. That's why you're listening to us in your ear holes. But you can't make sales if no one is clicking the links that you put in your emails. That's why we decided to put together 12 really creative ways to get more clicks in every email you send in a new download that we're calling Click Tricks. It's yours totally free as a listener of this podcast today. All you have to do is head over to emailmarketingheroes.com forward slash tricks
1: he always sings the girl's harmony in musical theater songs when he's in the car it's comedy hypnotist robert temple
0: and he hates being called ken contrary to popular belief it's psychological mind reader kennedy Not as much as I hate being called Barbie, though, mate. I wish people would stop calling you <laughs> Ken and then they'd leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> so, obviously, Ken has a backstory to it, right?
1: It, it does, yeah. I mean, basically, it's Ken is part of the pen name I use in another niche to keep things really separate. So when people in that niche are searching for stuff, they don't have to wade through all these different, these different things. So it, it's my own fault, but I fucking hate it.
0: That Ken's one of the gurus in the barbed wire juggling niche. Honestly, you should go and check it out.
1: <laughs> so you're in the car, you put the musical theatres on, yeah. and there you are, Alpha, Elphaboring it up. Is yeah, whenever happens?
0: I've been in the car with anyone and I belt out a good a good wally of a tune and sound like a wally, I, it, you know, obviously, if you've got a song and you've got, like, a guy and a girl singing, they've obviously, they mm-hmm. obviously harmonise by singing at different whatever that's called. <laughs> oh, you're t- getting technical now. Different Whatever those are called, <laughs> those things. Um, yes. And uh, anyway, and I always go for the one that's being sung by the girl. And it was years and years and years down the line before I realised this. So yeah, very strange. Just an odd, an odd habit I can't get out of. Me, I, I try and be try and do it, and it still still comes out. One day more, one more day
1: to revolution. John. Exactly. That was Carrie just so you know.
0: That wasn't me belting that out.
1: <laughs> Hello there. We are a stage hypnotist and a psychological mind reader turned email marketing geeks who give course creators, coaches, and membership site owners everything that you need to use psychology driven email marketing to be the email marketing hero in your business. That means you make more sales more predictably in less time
0: with a brand new episode every email marketing Wednesday. It's just Wednesday, mate. Get back in your box.
1: If you haven't already, make sure that you hit the subscribe button on your podcast player. If you're new around here, hello, welcome. Make sure you hit subscribe to your podcast player so you don't miss an episode of the show.
0: And as you're listening to this, grab a quick screenshot of the episode that you're listening to or take a selfie and show us your lovely face. Share it on Instagram on the stories and tag at Rob and Kennedy. We'll share it to our feed as well. We get a little tingly feeling every time we see somebody do that. A little notification pops up that says somebody's just shared this little picture of you, uh, of your podcast and we love it. So go, go and do that. Go and do that. Give us the tingles. Uh-oh.
1: Give, give us the take Before we get into the sponsorship read uh, for this week Rob I just want to talk about Psychology Sundays for a second uh, because I know I've been bleating on about it mm. but actually
0: it only lasted how long? Three weeks. Um, three weeks. I did three <laughs> weeks. Well the problem is I was only going to do it once and as soon as the words left my mouth I thought well oh, that's got a ring to it uh, I can keep going with this and then and then Sundays happened and I realised Sundays are a terrible day to commit to do anything for your business because especially when the weather's nice I was off doing some other things and forgot. Uh, so yes and there, there may have been I mean, when,
1: when the weather's nice, you don't take your phone with you because it's, it's on a long cable, isn't it, attached to the wall <laughs> exactly. in your kitchen.
0: The downside of batch recording podcasts is I think I've probably said, and join me on Sunday for Psychology Sunday after we would stopped doing them. <laughs> so if you're confused and you feel like you've been sent on a wild goose chase, just send a refund request for the podcast and uh, somebody will take it out care carry it for you. They'll tell you what to do with it.
1: <laughs> so we thought we'd tell you why so many people are switching to keep for their email marketing automation. You see, we've been using Keep as our email marketing platform of choice for more than 12 years each, and we've actually got four accounts between us because it allows you to manage your contacts, build amazing email automations, and run your whole marketing and sales system all under one roof. And with their swanky new user interface, it is really genuinely beautiful to use and super intuitive. They're sponsoring this episode of The Email Marketing Show. And to get you going even faster, when you take a free trial through our special link that I'll give you in a second. You'll also get our subscriber re-engagement campaign and our overcoming sales objections campaign that we call the Interrogator pre-installed and set up for you in your account along with training on each of them to help you get those working for you even faster. Get all of that and your free trial all set up for you by going to our special link right now, which is emailmarketingheroes.com slash keep.
0: You know, one of the things that loads of people do in their business, I think, is to make really important big marketing decisions based on hunches. And this is not me standing on the top of a big mountain, looking down at my minions and saying, bad, naughty minions, because we did this for such a long time. Like, I can't count the number of conversations where my catchphrase, well, my instinct is, came up, which was basically, you know, my instinct is that everybody likes this. And my instinct is that that's where they're coming from. And my instinct is that, that ads not working, rather than looking at the card holed freaking numbers.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Like it's it's you in marketing, people think marketing is a creative thing, don't they? Like this is oh, we'll send it to the pretty pictures department, right. which is which is not the marketing department. It's not even the advertising department. That's the pretty pictures department. You know, it's different. And I think a lot of us get into doing some kind of marketing because we think it's kind of creative. And obviously, there is creativity within marketing. But the creativity is the way that you solve the statistical, the numerical, the data-driven problems that marketing comes up with. Because marketing fundamentally is a numbers, numbers business. It is looking at, this is what came in, This is what the process cost in time, effort, money, whatever, resource. And this is what the return was. And the big thing that I really liked when I first learned about this direct response style marketing was big brand marketing, Coca-Cola and all those big, big brands. They spend billions, millions on making us aware of their brand. But this style of marketing that you and I do... The style of marketing that small businesses like all of us do has to be this much effort and money in, this much money and effort out. This is the return. And it has to be as much as possible directly attributable. I spent 100 grand on this and I made 80 grand. That was a bad time. I made a loss of 20 grand, right? Or I spent 100 pounds and I made 105. Oh, that's good that's lovely right so last month we saw a sudden surge of people joining our membership the league right I mean people join the league every single week obviously but we had even more than usual now if marketing was a it wasn't a numbers game wasn't a numbers business then we would just go oh, that's lovely isn't it great we obviously put some really nice pictures up on the Instagram or, or put or had a really good chat on the podcast that week. but actually, we really wanted to know where did all these people come from? Why do you want to do that? Well, one of the things that we often harp on about and if you listen to the show for any period of time at all is we talk about raising your peaks, doing more of what's working. And if you saw in the last month something wasn't working, oh, it didn't work. If you haven't got the data, if you haven't got the numbers, if you haven't got the bits of information that you need, you can't stop doing what's not working. You can't
0: course correct. And you can't also look at, hang on, something worked there. How do we do more of that? So we really wanted to dig into it. It got to about halfway through the month. And every day, Kennedy and I would throw a message back. We literally get new members joining every day. And we sent each other a message saying, what what, what did we do? Like maybe a week ago, two weeks ago, a month ago that brought in all of these people? Because that's difficult. The problem is, and here's the thing it's very rare that somebody lands on your thing and buys it immediately, even if you're just running ads directly to the thing. A lot of the time people will look at the thing, leave, and then it might be a retargeting ad that gets them in, or maybe they look at it three or four times before they eventually join. And so maybe they just look at the ads for months and months and months before they even click on them to see what the thing is. And so there's always a gap between somebody coming into your world and understanding who you are and actually buying something. And this is exaggerated or it's more obvious with email marketing because somebody joins your list today and then next week the week after two weeks time six months time nine months time five years from now they might become a customer for the first time and there's a huge whopping gap between when they joined and when they bought and because you're doing all of this stuff to build your email list like you've maybe got a podcast or a youtube channel you're doing guest trainings, you've got SEO happening, you're running Facebook ads, you're doing partnerships with other people, you've got affiliates promoting your paid products, you're doing all of this stuff to build your list to bring in hundreds or thousands or tens or dozens or whatever of subscribers every month. And then you've also got all the different conversion mechanisms. So you've got things like webinars and product launches and challenges and summits and everything we give you the campaigns for in the league. I mean, In the league right now, at the time of recording this, there are like 27 campaigns in the in the membership by the time you listen to this it's going to be a few more over 30 i would imagine Uh, no somewhere close to 30 and so that's really really key we've got all of these different campaigns happening so not only do we want to know which traffic method brings the most people in who ultimately become customers. Because let's face it, not all subscribers are created equal. We've bought like endorsed mailings before, and maybe we buy one from two different marketers, and one of them comes through and gets us loads of customers. The other one comes through and doesn't get us any customers at all. Why? Well, that that person's relationship with their subscriber was different. I'm not going to say not good enough, it was different. And so what that means is, if you've got all these different traffic sources, and even traffic from the same traffic sources can vary... And then you've got all the different conversion mechanisms, and some of those will work better with different traffic methods than others. You need to know which traffic method and which conversion mechanism in conjunction get you the most sales, and then the second most sales, and then the third most sales. And frankly, which ones are costing you money if you actually look at it and they say, oh, well, do you know what, they're getting me some conversions, but not at the not at the price I can afford to keep doing it. So you've got to know those two things. That's hard to know, isn't it?
1: It's it's really hard to know, and especially it's hard to know that combination because you might go, well, actually, this lead magnet when I run when I get people into this lead magnet converts really well, but it only converts really well through this paid method through go- these Google ads, where- whereas when I do it through Facebook ads, it absolutely tanks, and those people don't actually join my program, don't don't buy. So what you want to know is how do you know like which ones are these things to scale? How do you know, right? What is the magic recipe? What's the formula? This traffic method plus this conversion mechanism turns into the best results we get because otherwise you're gonna spend more on ads. You're gonna spend more on organic, on social, on doing USEO. Your SEO. You're gonna invest more and more and more and you won't know what's coming from where. And the problem is Yes, you can use Google Analytics, but the problem with Google Analytics, or any analytics platform really, most of them anyway, is they can only really map out the person's journey during that session, during that time on that particular that particular device. So yes, you might know that at that time they went to that blog post and they opted in for that thing and then they purchased. But what about when they first joined your email list, how did they get to the blog post in the first place? Were they on your email list? How did they join it three months ago, one month ago, a week ago? What got them into your world in the first place? And that's the problem we were really trying to solve. It's, it's In marketing technical talk, it's called attribution. It's, no, it's about knowing how do you attribute what activity you did With the result that you want to get. So you can do more of what's working and do less and stop doing all the shit that's not working or at least be aware of what currently is not working. So you go, I need to give that a bit more time. Or heck, we've wasted too much time on this particular thing. Let's just take a break from that a bit. And of course, the problem with a lot of tracking on things like ads, like Google ads, Facebook ads, all, all of the different platforms is ad tracking is getting more and more difficult. Not just difficult, it's getting worse. Most of it is terrible. I can tell you now, in the last week, I've seen retargeting ads saying, hey, you didn't buy this thing from three different things I just purchased. From big, big Companies, really smart marketers, and big corporations alike. And why is that? It's because the 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 the, the technology that communicates between web pages and the ad platforms isn't good anymore. Isn't good right now. Will they ever fix it? I don't know. People are saying it's the death of that kind of retargeting. I mean, I'm not sure that's going to be the case. I'm sure people are very cleverly working away in
0: the background. But right now, it's broken, and it's worse than it's ever been. So we've been stewing over this for years, trying to find a solution. The first thing we did, the obvious thing to do, is we tried all those really expensive tracking software solutions you've probably heard of and seen ads for. For us, they didn't work the way that we hoped they would. We also know people in the same camp. In complete fairness, we also know loads of people who are over the moon with them. Typically, they have much more linear simple funnels, though. Run an ad to a video, somebody gets on a call, call gets them, um, a salesman gets them on the phone and closes them over the phone, and that's kind of all they're. Business is, I say that's all their business is. That's great, but like it's just one very linear journey. It's not lots of products, lots of things, lots of emails, lots of campaigns over time, and email engines and all that stuff. Um, so those things are really good ideas. They're just not robust enough to make it solid. But the primary problem is that the control is still somewhere else. You know, um, Facebook probably only have to change another couple of things, and suddenly a lot of that stuff won't work anymore. And so what we um, we we knew we wanted a solution. And then Kennedy whatsapp me with a voice message with a seed of an idea that wouldn't it be good if blah, 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 blah. And that turned into, over a period of time, we immediately jumped on a call and that turned into what we're going to share with you here. We've been doing this now for quite a long time and we want to share this with you so you can immediately start doing it. And we're going to tell you what you need to do in this episode. And then if you want to watch us do it on screen with a step-by-step video, there's a free video we've put together for you uh, at the end of this episode. If you want that, just head over to emailmarketingheroes.com forward slash Source, email marketingheroes.com forward slash source. Now, the one thing I want to tell you before we get into this is that this is the simplest possible solution to the problem, right? And that's one of the things we love about this. This is not, it, when you look at some of those big, expensive bits of tracking software, even just understanding what they're doing, never mind how to use them, but what they're doing is complicated. This is the simplest, most, um, implementable option but also it's also a really really solid option as in you know how when you sometimes look at a you sometimes look at like your ads reports and it says you know you've had 300 people click and you've had 10 people put their email address in and then you look in your email marketing platform and you've had uh you know 200 people click and 15 people put their email address in and you go oh that's a shame I wish those numbers added up and they just don't what you're looking at what right. you're going to get from this is absolute undeniable um, evidence of which subscribers came from that where not just that one you know not just 10 of them came from ads fingers crossed if that's correct you're actually going to know specifically and this is going to break down to every subscriber that comes in what ad they came from what traffic source it was everything dead excited
1: And the good news is wherever you are in your email marketing right now, you can apply this now. If you're just getting started, like I know some listeners are, do this now. If you're already well on your way and you've got subscribers and you've got loads of subscribers maybe, you can add this in now. Because we definitely had a lot of subscribers before we implemented this. That's totally fine. You can implement it at whatever stage you're at. So there's basically a couple of things that you want to track, right? Right through all of this. The first one is what we call the original source. That is the original source of the subscriber or customer. That person who's in your world now, who's in your email marketing platform. What is the original source of that human being, right? When that happens, every time that somebody opts in who actually joins your email list or if they buy something, you know that people join your email list by either getting a free thing or by buying something. So whenever somebody does either one of those things, you want to grab the uh, that piece of data. It's probably just a word, Facebook ad, uh, podcast, whatever it's going to be, about the original source of where that person came from, right? So that's the first bit of data you want, is the original source. Because you want to know, did that person come from a podcast interview that you did? Or did they come from a particular ad within a particular campaign or from your Instagram bio. Where did they actually come from originally? The second thing that you want to be tracking is what we call the conversion mechanism that actually got them to buy. What's the conversion mechanism that actually got the person to purchase when they did? Because what we're all trying to do is track what are the things, what are the activities, the sources, and the mechanisms that turn into customers. Because that's how we pay our bills. That's how we grow our team. That's how we all have more impact is by the customers, right? So we're going to be reverse engineering the customers. What's the conversion mechanism? Oh, it was my webinar. Awesome. What was the original source of most of the people who purchased? Oh, it seems like a third of the people all came from this particular Facebook ad or from our LinkedIn bio on our Instagram. With those two bits of information, you are going to know... What you need to do more of and what you need to be going, well, actually, nobody who purchased in the last two months came from our Twitter thing or from that challenge we did or whatever it's going to be. Right? You'll know the things. You'll go, because remember, it's a bit like that Sherlock Holmes thing, isn't it? Of like, it's the absence of information can also be really insightful. What is missing? What are you doing that's just not showing up in the original source or the conversion mechanism uh, area? What is missing? And that tells you for some reason that's not converting. Now, it could be because you're not sending money. People through
0: that thing. Like, you've got to ask why, Of course, right? So how do we actually do that, Rob? So what we're going to look to do is to have a couple of um, custom fields inside your email marketing platform that you will store those bits of information in. Again, we'll show you how to do this in the video. Podcasts are not a good place for us to teach this technical malarkey. So we made a video to show you it. But basically, we're going to grab where somebody came from and what made them buy and stick those into custom fields inside the email marketing platform that can't be overwritten or changed. And what's amazing about that What's really, really cool about this is that now you can, once a month, have a meeting with yourself, right, and your team if you've got one. So either, and and please do this because even if you're a solo entrepreneur, this will be so valuable. Sit down, have a meeting with yourself, open a spreadsheet, a Google sheet or an Airtable or whatever you want, and open your email marketing platform in a different tab and then run a report that will show you how many people came in from each of the major traffic sources you've got going on. Which conversion mechanisms were converting them? And then by looking at those together, you can figure out which traffic source turns into the highest conversions. You can work out which traffic sources and which conversion mechanisms aren't converting. Is one conversion mechanism working with one traffic source but not with another? That tells you, okay, great. That means that, you know, from really cool traffic, this conversion mechanism doesn't work. But with warmed up traffic, it does. Therefore, I need to put something in to make this work better with cold traffic or just never run cold traffic people through that thing. Um, you need to figure out what's the lead time and the value of every new subscriber from each of the sources so How long does it take somebody from that ad to turn into a a subscriber versus somebody who comes in from me doing a guest training thing? If you go and do like a guest training in somebody's members area or something, that's going to, that should convert higher than somebody who's a stone cold ads buyer. Nothing wrong with that. There's not a lot you can do to fix it, but you have to be aware of it because you have to be able to factor in, well, in that case, I I can, I can, I need to do more of those training things in order to make the money to fund the ads to keep that lead time profit, uh, you know, possible. And then if something's working, do loads more of it. Something isn't, figure out why or stop doing it altogether. Because that spreadsheet, that meeting, that little 30-minute sit-down you have with yourself where you open up the, you know, open a new tab for the last 30 days in your spreadsheet or in your red table and say, right, let's look at the, Let's run a report for that date to that date. And let's go through and figure out where everybody came from and what made those people buy within that time frame. That is such a powerful thing to do.
1: I mean, basically, it allows you to know how every single customer originally came into your world, into your business, and you will know that for months and years in the past. And you've got the answers to those questions of what's working with concrete proof attached to every single contact in your email marketing system. There'll be a field which tells you where they originally came from. We call that original source. And then another field which tells you what converted them and you'll know those two bits of information unquestionably. No gut instinct, no um, cognitive bias from you whatsoever based on where your attention is at that time. And it basically means you're allowing yourself to stop wasting time doing all the stuff that you don't even know that you're wasting time doing. There's stuff in your life, in your business right now, you don't even know you're wasting time doing. You're already busy, you're already way too busy. And if you can just focus on the things that actually are working by this, these two pieces of data, which are hardwired in, they don't rely on pixels talking to different platforms, and it's in a da- it's in a place where you own it. It's not like it's in Facebook's ad back end or it's in Google's back end where you never know what they're going to take away from us because of different data privacy laws. You've got that
0: information attached to that record so you can see it on a person-by-person basis. I would say that you should not do any more list building. Now, Now you've listened to this episode. Before this episode, you had an excuse, right? But now you've listened to this episode, I don't think you should do another single jot of list building not one iota of list building until you've implemented this. It will take you less than half an hour to set this up in the first bits of your business. And then you'll just roll it out over a period of time um, into the different elements of your business. You're just going to add something to each of your little list building methods. So the quicker you do this, the better it'll be because you'll not have as many now as you will by next week or next month or next year.
1: And if you're thinking, okay, that sounds good in theory, but how do I do it? I'm not a technical person. We realized that. We did not want to leave you high and dry. That's where we've put that video over at emailmarketingheroes.com slash source. And we'll actually walk you through on screen exactly how to do this. And it is stupidly, stupidly simple. I promise you. There is no, there's nothing clever about this particularly, but the results it gets you are insane. So go to emailmarketingheroes.com slash source. But before you hang up this lovely call with us, <laughs> let's have this week's subject line of the week, subject line of the week.
0: Sounded like a snake while you were trying to find the one, this week's. <laughs> like that's weird that terrifying snake from this jungle book exactly exactly or if you've seen the producers movie you know the guy who what's he called Sss, the sounds like he slowed uh, roger debris sounds like he's deflating yeah, yeah 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 it's great anyway rob what have you got so uh, this w- subject line is final call for the and then i've just changed the words to product name whatever your product's called final call for the content ninja 2.0 whatever your course is called um and basically, this is a really direct subject line. The reason why you put it in is because we use it a lot or something similar to it. And it's basically the thing that goes out 60 minutes before an offer closes, the launch closes, the bonus goes away. Like 60 minutes before a thing becomes obliterated. Um, we'll say something like last chance for or final call for this product. And um, it, it works really, really well because... One of the things you'll notice if you ever pay much attention to your data is when you send an email, you get the majority, like a huge surge of opens and clicks within the first hour. And then after that, it very quickly tanks and falls off a cliff. And so what you're basically what that means is that if you don't send an email out 60 minutes before the product closes you're actually missing an enormous opportunity even if you sent an email that morning even if you sent two emails that day most of the opens and clicks that those emails are going to get have happened by this point most people will now not go back and open those emails an hour before it closes so that last 60 minute email is so so important so it's a final call or last chance for the whatever the name of the product is subject line, line of the, of the week. week subject line, line of, of the, the week thank
1: you thank you thank you so much for listening to the whole episode of the email marketing show this week it's always great to see who's joining us so make sure you tag us on Instagram at Rob and Kennedy so we get to see some of the people behind uh, behind the stats that we see in our podcast playing thingy Maduda. Uh, we're back next week so if you haven't already make sure you hit the subscribe button on your podcast player and we'll be back next week and we'll talk to you then cheers